Welcome to the Owl or Nothing podcast. It is October 9th, Friday. I'm Jay Tiriano, Assistant Facilities Coordinator, joined by Ken Sweeten. Ken, how are you? Doing great, JT. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, sports are full-blown right now. we got a lot of sports going on. we got the NBA Finals tonight. LeBron's trying to capture another title. Very impressive career. It's incredible. You know, everyone points out his losing record in the finals. The guy's been there 10 times in 17 years. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. He's the most dominant basketball player of his era. One of the most dominant athletes of all time. Yeah, I think, and you know, everyone talks about the different generations. I think you could put him in any generation and he would dominate the game. Well, you know, I have that conversation all the time because I grew up watching, you know, the, the 80s physical basketball of that era and everything. And I, I, always, I always felt he would get beat up a little bit. I, I, think, I think the dirtier players, the bad boy Pistons of the, yeah. the late 80s, I, I, thought, I think they would have gave him a hard time. And I think he would have been a different type of player just given his size. But yeah. if he plays the game then like he's playing now, there's, no, there's nobody that could have stopped him. Yeah, that's a really good point. We got a lot going on. We got Tom Brady tonight in the Buccaneers against the uh, Chicago Bears. Should be a good game there. What do you think about Brady? I think Brady's this, looking this good. I mean, I think he's what is he forty two, forty three? He's getting old. I mean, for for being that age, tip my tip my cap to him. Still operating at a very high level. Yeah, I think he you know maybe one or two left, but Father Time is undefeated. That's 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 very true. Yeah, we got a uh, little baseball in full swing. Braves are up 2-0. Uh, Do we want to get into the Yankees at all? You, you feel like talking about the Yankees at all? Not too much. I think I think let's let's simplify things here. Get the ball to Garrett Cole. You win tonight. You got Cole in game five. We'll see what happens. How do you feel about Montgomery tonight? I like Montgomery. I think he's got good stuff. You know, give me an Andy Pettit type performance tonight. He's kind of like an all or nothing guy. He's going to go out there and, and give you, you know, a good outing, or he, he's you're gonna they're gonna be chasing him out of the game in the first inning. You know? Yeah, we'll see tonight. I mean, the Dodger uh, San Diego game was also very good last night, six to five final. San Diego almost came back. Dodgers just held on. Joe Kelly Slam Diego Padres. Yeah, fun to watch. Ta- a lot of energy. Special man. That's yeah. That's like he's like a great example of that generation of players now. Hit the ball, throw the bat. You know. Yeah. Have fun. Very exciting uh, team to watch. Um, so, yeah, it's a little recap of what's going on in sports, and uh, I think it's time to bring in our guest today. What do you say, Ken? Yeah, you know, before we get into that, though, let's yep. uh, let's talk about briefly some of the events we have going on at Southern uh, this weekend coming up. You know, we have the uh, Athletes Fighting Injustice uh, movie discussion on, on Sunday. Uh, a few individuals from the uh, Athletes Fighting Injustice uh, group have decided to, instead of um, streaming a whole movie, uh, they're going to bring in some clips from movies that highlight instances of racism and discuss with whoever's in attendance, you know, about how that clip resonates with them and how it connects with them. And uh, that, that group's really been taken off lately. They're, yeah. They're, they're going to try and do a lot of great stuff. Yeah, I think it was a great idea, too, by the student-athletes to, uh, you know, instead of showing a whole movie, taking some clips from different films and, uh, you know, discussing uh, how they feel about it. So I'm looking forward to that event. Also on October 12th, Outside of the Moore Fieldhouse, we're going to be doing a voter registration table. So make sure, you know, if you're not registered to vote, come see SAC. We'll be down uh, at the table outside the Fieldhouse, sign up. And we'll also have another opportunity on October 27th as well. Great opportunity for, you know, any, any Southern Connecticut students. But, but we, we encourage our student-athletes, obviously, to get out there, get involved, and, and vote. Um, we, we ran a little poll, a survey out to the student-athletes, and the overwhelming response was that, 
everyone was registered. The people that did reply were registered, and they plan on voting, which is, which is a great sign. Yeah, so make sure November 3rd you get out and vote. I Who we got here? Who we got here, JT? We would like to welcome on the All or Nothing pod, Don Papiro, swim captain. Welcome, Don. How are you? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, for joining. And you, Ken, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. A little tired from practice, but we're getting through. What time yeah. was practice today? Uh, we had a lift at 6 to 6.30, and then I had a break until 9.45 or 10.45. You guys go every day, every morning, 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Except Saturdays we're off. Okay. It's still not like our season yet, so. Right. Next yeah. Saturday you're going. Hope so. No, you're Bring are. it on. I'm letting you know. Bring it on. Let's go. <laughs> how 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 grueling are the practices now? Since of all this COVID stuff, I've been um I've been pretty sh- sore, like very <laughs> sore. But I'm getting back into it. It's week three. Give me like a full month, and I'll be back in my full groove. So, a little backstory: I've roomed with swimmates when I was a, a student at Southern. I mean, the dedication a swimmer you know commits to the sport is unbelievable. I mean, you are. Getting up very early, you are, you know, essentially staring at the bottom of the pool for, what is it, about four hours a day, and when you guys are doing doubles, maybe not that that long, but, you know, just t- talk about the dedication, you oh. know, of being a, a swim athlete. I think any level of swimming you are, you're always dedicated to it. It's just like a fun sport you can always get into. You can always kind of just get all your, like, emotions out, whether you're happy or sad or angry, just look at that black line in the pool and you just kind of let it rip every time. Yeah. It's awesome. So is it true? Do you stare at the line when you're, when you're swimming? Well, yeah, pretty for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets a little boring. You hear all, all the athletes say that, but it does get boring at some points, but it's still fun. What's something that, you know, is, is unique to your sport that, that, that the, the average person who knows nothing about competitive swimming knows about. We are the only sport. I might get hate for this, but we're the only sport that cannot always breathe when we when we uh, compete. It's interesting. Yeah, I always love when I when I see the team doing the dry land workouts with the snorkel. How how is that? Well, Tim puts a piece of duct tape on top of the the hole on top with a little pencil hole on top, so it gets pretty tough. You're pretty much just drooling the entire time because you wait, just want wait, air. Wait, 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 wait. I, I never I never heard this. You you run you do dry land conditioning. With a snorkel. We run like two and a half miles with a snorkel on, which is even a small like inch diameter like pipe. And then with a tape on it, it's, you, it's breathing through your nose. Well, that's why you got you win titles. That's why Coach Quill wins titles down there. That, uh, that sounds like an old school technique. Is, I it, love is it. that common or is, I love that, it. is that unique to, uh, to the program here? I would say it's pretty common. Yeah. I, don't think it, I think it would be pretty much like almost anywhere. You would see it. That's a committed program, I would say. So, Dom, I heard a story that you were helping out at um, Open House a couple years back, and you were asked the question, you know, how did you become a swimmer? You know, where did where did your journey start? And the bell rang, and everybody in attendance cleared the room. I believe all you were able to say was at a young age of five, and then the bell rang, and... Um, you weren't able to tell your story, so I know all our listeners they want to know the story. So how did how did you how did you start to swim? So I'm the fourth child of my family. Okay. Big Italian family. Um, all my siblings swam. I um I always watched them at meets. I was like, oh maybe I can get into this. Even though I was so young, my mom kind of like put me in the pool. 
I always like the water. I always swim around it at the beach or at like my town pool in Southbury. Um, and then I started swimming, and it was kind of just that. That's how it happened. Just stuck with it. Mm -hmm. You went to Pomp Rock, right? Pomp Rock High School. Yep. You won some titles there too. Yeah, we Human won three states. States, sorry, three yep. states, and then that's yeah, SWCs were all four years. And then you were part of the team here your freshman year. You won the NE10 title mm -hmm. in the past two seasons, runner-up. Yep. Hopefully this year we get the full title. Definitely. That's my goal. You, you won your freshman year, mm -hmm. and then you guys have taken silver the last two years. Yep. So your last time around, is there like that, that like taste in your mouth? Yeah, I want it more than I think anyone. I love winning. Even if I don't swim well, I still like, even if I swim well, I'll still look back at my time or my swim, I'll be like, how can I improve myself? And I think everyone on this team knows that, and everyone's there for each other, and we'll always cheer people on. And I think right now, because all this like pandemic stuff's going on, as long as we're back in the pool, we're just one step closer to becoming a anti champion. How, how is the locker room? Is there a lot of guys like fired up, ready to go for the year, or kind of chomping at the bit? Well, my group is only like four guys. We have a smaller group. But um, from what I've heard and what I've talked to other captains about, everyone's pretty fired up, ready to go. The one thing about swimming and even track and field is you know your times. Mm -hmm. You know you know your time, so it's it's such a different sport, you know? You know going in like, all right, I know my time. Maybe I can shave shave a little off. But, you know, that's got to be so, like, stressful because you kind of know going in that it's not like I can give – you give the extra effort, but it's got to be tough. Swimming is definitely a mental game, yeah. more than physical sometimes. Yeah. You don't do a good time. You see people beat you that you don't want to beat you. You're just like, dang, I can't, I can't let that happen again. And you just work for it again. What's your, what's your approach when, uh, when there's some adversity? When you know you, you, you finish a race, you, you, you get out of the pool, and you kind of sit there and you look at the time, and you, you thought that's, well, that's your event, and, and I didn't perform that well. Do you, do you, do you, like, uh, how, how long do you dwell on it before you move on to the next thing? Usually, I. Uh Look at my mom in the stands, or I'll send her a text, and then she says, keep your shoulders up and keep your head up. And I've always listened to her, and she always just gets me to keep kind of put it behind me and finish the meet, and then afterwards look back at it and then reevaluate. Did your, uh, is, is your family experience in swimming? You, you said you were the fourth of, of four. Mm -hmm. Did your, your siblings yeah, my brother before? My brother swam at Marist. My older, younger sister swam at Central. My oldest sister, sorry, it's confusing, Swam at club at UConn. So you come from a swimming family. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So what's your major here at Southern? What are you studying? Uh, business. Business? Management. Mm -hmm. Is that what, do you want to go into that field? Is that the aspirations? What, so what's that, what's after athletics and after you get your diploma? My biggest goal is to obviously graduate. I should yeah. graduate on time. Um, then get a job for a couple of years, get some money saved up, and then I'm going to apply to BU. Okay. They have this program for engineering that I want to get into. And you can have any degree going into that program. Mm -hmm. And then you can get a master's actually in engineering. So my biggest goal, if I can get through all that, is to become a engineering manager of my own company and my own, like, products. We'll see. My dad's an engineer, so I'm just following in his footsteps, I guess. So Now, you lived on campus, off campus? I lived you, in uh... Hickerson Hall my freshman year. Nice. In Westville Apartments my sophomore year and then i live in a house for the last two years have you really enjoyed your time here at southern being a student oh yeah love the football games love doing these podcasts love doing this or seeing honestly i just love seeing everyone wearing southern stuff i love it wearing it right now in my pants love it you know that segues into a question that i have for you i saw i've heard that you have an owl tattoo or a southern logo tattoo is that true i do i do 
I know our listeners can't see it, but is it somewhere I can see it? Dom is showing us his tattoo right hair. now. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's an SC. Mm-hmm. The old-fashioned logo. I like it, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's a throwback so, one. I like that. I like I mean, that. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a true owl right now. Mm-hmm. What I made you it. want to get that? What like inspired you to get that well, on your body? I, it was always like a tradition, at least what I heard of. It was um, all like the juniors and senior guys would always have them when they came in like the first day of practice, and I always thought it was just like so cool to yeah. see it on a body. And like you can rep your own college now. You have to wear stuff. You can just rep it on yeah. your skin. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Talk about uh, Coach Quill. I love Tim Quill. Yeah. Absolutely love the man. Demanding, but he is probably one of the most, like, genuine, will beat you down to the bone, but it's all in good spirit. Passionate. Yeah, yeah. Passionate, competitive. Mm-hmm. He always wants you to do your best. Even if you're not feeling well, he'll just be like, get in the pool, give everything you got, and then and more. How does, he, uh, how does he drive you guys? I think, honestly, his meetings before practice kind of get us going. It's like, First off, it starts with, like, an uh, like information stuff coming for the team. And afterwards, he kind of brings up the practice, and he's like, this is what we got to do right now. And if you want to become – he goes this. He goes 90 percenters, 10 percenters. The 10 percenters are the ones who actually want it the most and are, like, are going to achieve that goal. 90 percenters are everyone else. So his goal is always to make us be the 10 percenters. That's uh, the military philosophy in there. That, that's uh, old Spartan leadership. The front, of the, the front of the spear is always the sharpest and leads the way. Right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Are, you in the, are you a 10 percenter? I try to be. I shouldn't say try. Tim says not to say try. He says you should do it or you will do it. So I will be a so try this year. Yeah, I'll repeat yeah. the question. Are you a 10 percenter? Heck yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So, Dom, you were, I believe, voted the captain by the team. Mm-hmm. So why do you think the team, you know, voted for you to be to be the uh, men's swim captain? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I always have been one of the harder workers at practice. Mm-hmm. I make sure I always like grind myself down to where I almost like can't even like stand up after practice. I have to like crawl off the locker room. Um, I've always been there for people like to try and like get them back up if they're sad or angry. I've always been a pre- decently good uh, student, and I've always I've led cheers before, so that was pretty cool. I've ever seen that video of me. Pretty cool. I think I saw it at the pep rally. Is it, are you referring to the pep rally when you were dancing last oh, year? Oh no, 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 not that, not that time. There I remember a, that. Though. I know that was weird. That was weird for me. I think. No, that was awesome. I mean, the swim team always has great energy and um, you know school spirit. I would say one of the best programs. School spirit always was, showing up. I would to say games. I wouldn't say it was as weird as it was shocking a, a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I was surprised, but I think a lot of people were shocked right there. But they basically showed up. In, I think you guys were all like like dress shirts or, or polos or something. I think we had our warm ups on with our suits okay. underneath it. Yeah, and then we like stood in the line, and yeah. all of a sudden, like the girls, like ripped off our clothes, and then they put a kickboard over our suits, and we we're just like dancing and right. saying like "Let's go Southern." Right. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Each team was allowed to go out on the court and do some kind of display of school spirit at the pep rally. What a big guy for student like student prep pep. Yeah, no, I know. Even when I was a student, the swim team always had all, the most, you know, they would always beat the football game, screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. So always have a great school spirit. I always team. try to go at least one game a year, if I can. Like volleyball, basketball, football. You'll try to mix in all yeah, the everything. sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to show myself, show my spirit for Southern. And I think all the other athletes appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So I also saw that um, your favorite movies on your bio are Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love them. Do you have Do you have a favorite? Return of the King. Return it's the third King. one. No, I know. 
I know. Are you a fan? Oh, yeah, you're talking to the Lord of the Rings guy here. I wasn't a big Hobbit fan, though. That that trilogy wasn't as good as the, the original well, they, Lord of the Rings. They brought back Peter Jackson, and he kind of wanted to revamp it more than Lord of the Rings was. And okay. he, not say ruined it, but he made it too much, I think, for what it had to be. I like, thought they could have fit the Hobbit in one. I mean, I know they had to make their money, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, the extended edition of The Return of the King is four hours and 32 minutes long. I don't think I've ever seen that, that it's one. It's insane. Yeah. I love it. I'll, I'll sit there oh, yeah. with popcorn all day and just watch all three. Yeah, no, they're all good. I I think I, I'm a Two Towers guy. It's not a bad one. The Battle of Home Steep is pretty good. I don't want to spoil it for anyone if no one's seen it. But Well, if you haven't seen it by now, yeah, that's it's true. too late. Mm-hmm. It's been Helm's out for a long Deep, time. Helm's Deep kind of like legitimizes that movie. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because the second movie was kind of... You can tell they were like building up to the third one. You knew the th- the third one was going to be like the the epic movie. Oh yeah, and they just kind of built up until the end with Helm's Deep, and, mm-hmm. and that was incredible. The battle sequence was amazing. I thought. Love the Elvish they spoke. I love how like, the costumes. I love they use like real weapons. Yeah, I, know, I love it, was, it. It was a great trilogy. Yeah, I think Sam deserves more credit though than he gets. You know, Frodo gets all the credit. No, the I get I get goosebumps when Sam picks him up on Mount Doom. Right, Sam every is time. the man. Every <laughs> Sam time, Sam is the man. And then he also, I I saw that your favorite show is some Avatar show. What's that, man? Oh, The Last Airbender. Yeah, is that a uh, like a like a cartoon show? Mm-hmm. So it's on Netflix now. It's okay. three seasons, and Aang is the Avatar, and he's the he he can control all four elements: earth, water, or yeah, earth, water, fire, and air. And it's kind of like his entire like sequence of learning the elements and then battling the Fire Lord. It sounds really nerdy when I say it, but it's a really good show. I love it. How many seasons of it? Three. Three? I've watched it probably over like ten times. He's making another, the second Avatar, right? Spielberg? No, it's not the blue people. Oh, it's not? No. <laughs> Something totally different? That movie, no, no offense By the to way, the people that like that movie. James, it was James Cameron. It was James Cameron no, who made thank the first you. Avatar. But, I appreciate that. But he's talking about the last Airbender. Airbender, it's an uh, anime. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. In, oh, uh, it's totally different than. Well, they made no a live action whatsoever. They made uh, a live action okay. movie, and it's awful. It sounds er, not sounds, but like it just looks terrible. Well, I better Google it. I gotta Google it. It's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, maybe you should have Googled it before you started the interview. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should. Uh, I don't know. I should have Googled it, but I'm thinking Avatar. I'm thinking James Cameron's film. Right. I don't but like that movie at all. It was a little long. Gets a lot of it's credit. Weird. It's just weird. It wasn't bad. I wasn't into it. It's was like five more. I saw. I did see it in IMAX when it came out. It was. Oh, pretty, it probably was really cool. Actually. It was really cool. And then we watched it recently again. My daughter wanted to watch it, and it was just wasn't as impactful on a smaller screen. <laughs> yeah, I love movies. I'm a big movie guy. You got a lot of virtual classes right now. What's your schedule like? Uh, I actually only have one lecture. That's like a video call. Everything else is just work and assignments. Would you rather write a paper or take a test? Take a test. Really? Because mm-hmm. that means you know the information. No, that's, that's a good, good answer. Yeah. yeah. I wish I was a good test taker. Oh, I'm not. Like the, the, the SAT. Me, me and you wouldn't be working in sports if we were good, te- good test takers. I am not a good test t- taker, but I can study enough to learn the information. So I'd rather write a paper any day of the week. It's get boring. You're typing away on your laptop. Your your back gets sore. Your hands are getting cramped up. Your know, eyes get red. Like you have the creativity. You're not timed. You know. You know. Okay, it's due on this time. I can write what I want. I can edit it. You're more in control than that. Clock's on, and it's. 
taking a test a little more high pressure. Yeah. I like writing, so I like writing papers better. Yeah. yeah. I guess I like writing, too. I guess I like writing, too. You start a novel. Start like a, a series. Make a movie out of it. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's, that is a good idea. <laughs> you're also, I, I know, you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. All Philadelphia sports. Really? Mm-hmm. So the Flyers, Eagles, the Sixers, they just hired uh, Doc. Doc Rivers. Love it. It's a good hire. Love it. I don't care. We'll see how he does. I heard that he doesn't want to be called Doc anymore, though. He wants to be called his real name, I believe, because he said the only real doctor in town is Dr. J. That's what he said at his press conference. I respect that. But no one's no one's going to call him his real name. They're going to call him Doc. It's Doc Rivers. It's Doc but I think it was a good hire by them. They got some talent right now. Yeah, I mean, they they have a chance to make it all the way, but they haven't had the full, like, puzzle piece yeah. in the middle. And the Eagles must win on Sunday night. It was a good win for them. I'm a huge Carson Wentz guy. Yeah. I think he's still good. Everyone has a slump. You've seen it in Brady's years. You've seen it in Andrew Luck's years. You've seen it in Aaron Rodgers' years. That's why I drafted someone. Not, not the, Well, they did draft Jalen Hurts, but Jordan Love on the Packers, you know? Yeah, I think he, uh, you know, he woke up Aaron Rodgers and said, you drafted who? Mm-hmm. You see what he's doing this yeah, he's year. He's going off. Yeah. So you like Wentz or – no, I love him. Yeah, you're still on the love Wentz, the love the, the attitude train. he has. Love how he. I don't know. I mean, there's like mixed feelings towards him because you see that Nick Foles won the Super Bowl for them in 2017. Yeah, and I was kind of I was happy, but also I was like I wish Wentz won that because that was his year yeah. before he got hurt. Yeah, but I feel like Wentz is the guy. They signed him for four years. He's the guy. Let's roll with him. Mm-hmm. They needed a, they needed a touchdown, and he he got it last week. There was the one drive when they needed a touchdown. He got it. Oh, the pass he had? Yeah. The no-name Fulgram? Yeah, I mean, he, it was a big drive, and he executed. He plays better when he has scrubs on the offense than he does with I the field. I don't really want to talk about the last Eagles yeah, game. Ken's a Niners fan. I don't want to Are talk you? about the last Eagles game. All right. Well, we'll, we'll I want to get into it. I right. want to get into it. We'll, we'll uh, move on. To, for your, for for this purposes, Carson Wentz played his best game of the year, I think, against, against the Niners. I think he's going to come back. He's going uphill. I'm, honestly, I'm a little worried about your team this weekend against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a very good defense. Bud Dupree, who, who have they played? Mr. Watt who have they played the in the first three games? That's a good point. I know they play the New York Giants week one. I'm not sure the other two off the top of my head. But I think they're all 0-3. One's 1-3. and Or 0-4. Oh they may be. Yeah. So what you're saying is the Steelers haven't played a good team yet. But I'm not saying the Eagles are a good team. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say, are you saying the Eagles are a good team? Uh... We'll see this. I think it's a good test for them. They're a top 10 team. Wow. No, top 15. 15. <laughs> Bring it back down. Well, we'll see this week. I mean, hey, if they beat the Steelers, I think that's a big win. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, Steelers got a good defense. So we we'll play see. the Ravens after them, though. That's going to be tough. Philly? Mm-hmm. Tough schedule. Let me put the Giants, though, I think. Or Cowboys, one of the, either either or. Yeah, the Giants right now are the team that you, you want to play to to fix things. That's the, that's the, that's what you want, you know. Everyone looks good team. against the Giants. Yeah. Um, trying let's to do think. it. Lightning round. Let's, let's fire off the lightning, lightning round. round yeah, let's action. go. All right. So this is basically have, what, first question. Do you like lightning round or rapid fire? We we haven't we we still can't. We keep going back and forth on that. I feel like lightning's cool because you think about lightning, it's like the bolt. No, I that's I think I agree with that. Yeah. The, the other guy didn't like lightning round. That's why we don't do it. The the guy who who skipped town today. 
Oh, Mr. Chris Lynn? Yeah, he's playing hooky today. Can't show up for, for you know, to, to, to do his podcast, so to speak. You know, he's the star of the show. He can't show up to do his podcast. He, isn't, he didn't like lightning round, so we're not going to use lightning round. Yeah, he, what you do you know what? Have to... Today it's lightning round. Let's go. A little lightning round. So the first thing that pops to your mind, answer the question. Mm-hmm. One food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Chicken wings. What's Is that a food? Yeah, that counts. Okay, just making sure. Buffalo chicken or just any kind of chicken wings? Any chicken wing. Because I like, I'm a spicy guy, but okay. I love any flavor of wing. All right, favorite chicken wing spot? In Connecticut? Yeah. Uh, I'll ask you, I want to ask another question. Before we get to chicken wing spot, are you aware of the controversial debate between whether or not boneless chicken wings are actually chicken wings? I heard. Did you see that video? Uh, did you see the video of the kid at the at the, like the Supreme Court talking about it? Yeah, that's what we're alluding to. How funny was that? Said it was. Yeah. yeah. How funny was that? I mean, they are tenders. He was right. They, but I would consider them wings, though, because it's a part of the the. Well, is it the wing or is it the breast? Is that what the chicken tender? I don't really know what's in a chicken tender. Normally, you would think it's I, a breast. I think it's. I think it's breast meat. Yeah, it's white meat. I mean, if you call them, I mean, so the boneless wing. So the, the boneless wing, as they say it, isn't like the chicken wing with the bone removed. It's just a chicken tender. Well, I've learned how to actually how to eat a chicken wing properly now, finally. I've learned. With one hand, push it down, yep. umbrella, yep. dip it, and eat it. Yeah. I just pick it up and eat it. You don't, you don't need to think about it. You know what I mean? Keep your hands clean, though. Cubby hates change. He hates change. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he wants to eat his wings the way he wants to eat his wings. He doesn't yeah. have time for, for innovations no, I, and chicken I know, I know what you're doing. That's cool, <laughs> but I don't know. Blue cheese or ranch if you're blue dipping. Cheese. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great answer. We're team blue cheese in here on, on Owl or Nothing. But favorite wing spot, I would say yeah. I'm a big B-dubs guy. Love it there. Love the atmosphere. But, like, for wings, what is that place called? It's like. Jay Timothy's or something? Oh, oh yeah. Where is that located? Up and in, uh, now we're talking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Southington. Oh my God. There's one in Southington. Plain, Plainville, Plainville, I think. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's Plainville? called? Did I say it right? Jay yeah. Timothy's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard That's it's very legit. good. I got to get up there. So I went. I actually. Uh, I ordered wings for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the wings actually ended up being the mo- only memorable thing for me from the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, but they had like a like a system. You had to order. By Monday the week before, you had a number in a time slot to go in and pick it up. And this is before COVID or anything. And they led you back into this room, seriously. And they just had mountains of buckets of chicken wings that were back there. They had your order. Like, oh. it, it was it was impressive. It oh, was but like they're a, so backed up? It is was like why? a banquet. That's how many people buy wings from J. Timothy's for Super Bowl. They oh, said yeah. it was something like 80 tons of chicken wings. They have to bring in like extra coolers to put the, the chicken in that week. They got coolers in the back right outside. They must have them everywhere. Guess who's getting a call for a sponsorship this week now that we're giving all this uh, free pub. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> at least, they can, at least they can send us a bucket of chicken wings at least. <laughs> What's your favorite place to eat in New Haven? There's a lot. Rip off a couple. I do like pizza too. So Pepe's is my favorite. Okay. No hate towards anyone else. They're all still very good. Yeah. Isn't it funny, like, when you bring up pizza, it's like, it's almost natural that you have to qualify which one it is. You have, you have to, like, oh, you have, you to. have to talk yeah. about which one. Like, it's automatic. There's, no, there's no question. Mm-hmm. I would say I do like York Street Noodle House. Have you okay. been there before? It's like Thai food. No, I Very I good. They're woks. Delicious. Now, the pho, right? Is that the soup? What? What's the soup that you get from, uh, 
a Vietnamese restaurant. Oh, like Tom Young Soup? Eh, I'm not sure. It looks spicy. Delicious, it's a spicy. I love it. So Awesome. Mm-hmm. If you could be one animal, what would you be? You know, I listened to the podcast before this, and I heard he you did guys his say homework. It. He <laughs> yeah. did his homework. Good student, just like you said. You did your homework. A plus. I would have to say probably. I mean, the owl is pretty cool because they're pretty fierce, like their talons and everything. But I feel like a dog. Dogs are always so happy, and it's like even if you're getting yelled at, you're just like. That is a great answer because dogs get treated so well. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves like dogs. Human. Everyone loves Some, dogs. Yeah. Do you ever, ever like think like what a dog thinks of humans? Like how how like we have a perspective of dogs, right? Mm-hmm. They're man's best friend. But do you ever think like how dogs look at humans and how like they communicate to each other about humans? Like there are these people that live infinitely longer than dogs, as far as they know. You know what yeah. I mean? So we're like gods to them from their standpoint, right? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like like how dogs must be like maybe in their mind they own humans. We're really getting into some different, like... I'm fine with that. I like really, that. Really some Conspiracy weird stuff, stuff right now. Yeah. Ah, I think you're right. I think you're right, Same honestly. with fish, technically, too, in the same sense. Right. They see us, and they're like, whoa, what's that thing in the water? Yeah. Well, they see whales, though, and sharks that are bigger than us, but humans are like, ooh. I'm cutting all this stuff out. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff is getting edited out. Um, favorite superhero? Captain America. Favorite music artist? It's a tough one. I love music. I was in chorus for eight years before I came to college. Oh, really? A little. I'm not singing. I'm not singing. <laughs> I heard the last kid <laughs> sing. I'm That's not singing. Right. What, I have a question about that. Though. Like, what? What did you sing? Like, like opera type type. Well, music, I was in chorale, so I was a bass. As you can tell, my voice is kind of deep. Okay. Um, I did it since I was in fourth grade till twelfth grade. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But honestly. Probably Darius Rucker, Lil Hootie, and the Blowfish. And his current music, too? Love his current music. I love country. That's my favorite one to listen to. Yeah, while well, we're on country, I've, Chris Stapleton's new song, I love that. You heard that one yet? I listen to John Party's new songs. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. That's my guy. One thing off your bucket list that you haven't done already. Travel to each state and try that state's food. Like, favorite food. Like the food that they're known for. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Who's your favorite swimmer and or athlete? You know, who inspires you? Right now, Caleb Dressel. Okay. He's a beast. He's one of the best sprinters in swimming history. He's never satisfied. And I love that, like, lion mentality. He's also humongous. Like, not fat, but, like, muscular. Yeah. How about non-swimmer? Like, growing up, did you idolize any... Um, I mean, my, my life revolved around swimming, so I mean, maybe like, I don't even know. I don't know. Well, I read your bio and, and you said Kobe Bryant, so I thought you oh, were going to say Kobe oh, Bryant. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I do love Kobe. <laughs> He's a Philly fan. Love it. Oh yeah. True that. Eagles. Mamba mentality too. Like yep. a lion. The Mamba. There you go. Respect. He's from Philly, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went to Lower, Lower Marion, right? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. They hang, they hang his jersey in the Sixers Stadium. I saw him once at uh, Madison Square Garden. He, he scored 61 points. It was it was very poetic. It was beautiful. And I'm a Knicks fan, and it was probably the coolest thing I've ever seen Yeah, at a sporting event. No, Kobe's awesome. Yeah. But, Dom, we really appreciate you coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. That lightning round was too easy. You know what? 
now people are starting to listen to it. We got to come up with new questions. You're right. Getting lazy. We got to come up with some new questions. Ask me one. Random. Whatever comes to your head. (sighs) Put you on the spot now. (laughs) I guess that's fair. You can ask us questions if you want to ask us questions. Oh, you want to ask me a question? No, I just said ask me another. Like, ask me one. Like, off the top of your head. All right. Here we go. Um, Let me this is bad. We should be able to come up with something like that. I know I had a whole list up yesterday. <laughs> this is terrible in interviewing right now. That's all right. You, you can cut it out. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Thank you to all our listeners. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you can find a podcast. Owl Nation. Owl or Nothing is out. Owl or Nothing. <laughs>